Well, she's a beauty, isn't she? Uh, magic time. She came from the Magic Million sale at the Gold Coast. I don't think we're going to see her in January, however. But will we see her in Queensland next week at Carnival? Wouldn't be shocked. Graham Beggs about to join us. They paid about 110000 for a hell-bent. Time awaits is the dam. Tony and Kelvin McAvoy trained the mum. And she was talented. She had 10 starts for three wins, including the Cinderella Stakes at Morfittville and also the size produce at Morfittville as well in 2017. So she's a nine-year-old now. Time awaits the mother of Magic Time. Just with Magic Time, she's had eight starts, five wins and two-thirds. And records should probably be a bit, bit better than that, given what happened in the invitation at Randwick two starts ago. But it was a great performance to do what she did last weekend. I know it's well documented, but I went through the results again this morning, watched all the races there, and a lot of those winners at Caulfield led all the way, which I'll elaborate on very soon. Let's roll the dice. Imperial Lad, Brazen Star, Hypothetical, the stable mate to Magic Time, Rose Quartz led all the way, and a lot of them roll on pace. So she came from wide midfield. But Graham Beck, I think, is with us now. Yes. Good morning to you, Graham. How are you? Yeah, good morning. Just after yourself doing your own analysis and so on, what, how did you think that track played on the weekend? Oh, look, there's probably no doubt. It was raced to horses being up close on the speed and down near the inside. Um, probably, you know, the uh, rail went back into normal after Caulfield Cup Day. It was about three metres, so maybe left a strip there. And, uh, you know, obviously we'd had a bit of a dry period, um, you know, in Melbourne over the last few weeks it's probably uh you know dried out a bit and uh actually probably lended, lended to that being the case yeah there's some talk next year they're not going to touch the rail leave it where it was Caulfield yeah, Cup Day. possibly yeah. yeah and also too the wind might have been a bit of a factor so they too wind got up a little bit so yeah there's probably a few contributing uh, factors mm. you know going into uh, what happened on Saturday yeah but that makes your mayor's performance quite outstanding doesn't it on the day she was wide no cover for most of the way yeah, she was. She drew a bit of a tricky gate. Uh, you know, it was about a matter of just getting her in a good rhythm. We, you know, with the, you know, the perceived bias, we weren't going to change anything. We wanted to ride her back a bit because we knew that it was going to be a pretty brutally run race. Uh, with Buffalo River, it doesn't take any prisoners. So, um, you know, Mick was able to get her in a good rhythm, even though she was covering ground. Graham, start prior, she should have won the invitation. So really, it should be three in a row. Yeah, she um, didn't draw the, you know, she drew a bit tricky that day and got caught out on a limb. Um, so, yeah, the form was franked with Espiona running so well in the uh, champion sprint on the last eight Flemington. So, you know, good form um, going into the race, and that's why she was probably well found in the market. And Ruthless Dame, of course, is a group one. Winner, winner wasn't a disgrace, wasn't beaten far in the Eagle that came out of that race. No, that's correct. So, look, it was pretty strong form lines, but. She, you know, she was well in with the half over the limit weight. Um, so, yeah, it was just a good good recipe for her. I'm keen to know what you're planning for next year with her at this stage. Uh, well, with, you know, the carnival being extended, it's just it's a bit of a tricky period of time. You know, how, how much time you actually give them um, in the paddock. She actually left this morning, um, so she's going to spell down on the Bellarine Peninsula. That's over Geelong Way. Um, beautiful farm over there so she'll get the best of that um so she'll probably have at least a month uh maybe five weeks uh and then you know more than likely she'll gear up for an autumn campaign in sydney and possibly on up to brisbane 
Yes, many are thinking the same. I know Peter Moody, for example, is going to uh, I Wish I Wins, going to maybe lobby in Brisbane for one of the Wait for Age races after maybe a run in Sydney, sort of a light prep, and even straight Acer. We spoke to Edward yesterday. He's thinking about a, a run or two in Brisbane as well. It's, it's just a recipe, as we spoke about yesterday, Everest winner, Melbourne Cup winner, all raced in Brisbane. Yeah, that's right. And we took a team up last year, and that they all sort of did well during their break. So, you know, with her, you know, it's more of a case of... Um, you know, that, uh, you know, time, uh, you can't, you know, give them enough time out after, uh, you know, the spring. It just goes into so late and the autumn comes around very, very quickly. And, you know, I'm also too bit conscious, too, of wanting to run it too many times on really firm ground. Well, there can be a bit of rain around, of course, during the winter in Queensland. So, obviously, the Stradbroke would be the race that you're thinking about. I'm also Tatsutiara. Um, you know, Stradbroke's a nice race, uh, obviously, big prize money. Uh, she does like to race a space, to, you know, a little bit. We've tried to um, keep her races three weeks apart. So, look, we'll sort of work something out anyway. All right. Would you maybe run her in a wait for age or something? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. You know, right. even, you know, three weeks goes to the, uh, I don't know what they call it now, the Morton Bay is at the 1200 the week before the Stradbroke, then three weeks in the TR or something like that, you know. Graham, passive-aggressive. She's coming out of retirement. Tell us about this story. Uh, well, she got covered by uh, uh, I'm Invincible and didn't get in foal. So, um, you know, obviously Pinecliff Racing, Jonathan Munns is a, is a uh, commercial breeder and he didn't want a, a late cover. And uh, so, you know, they decided to uh, pull up stumps as far as the breeding goes for this season and uh, give her another crack and... Obviously, she'll go back to start again next season. But, you know, hopefully if she can win a nice race in between, be a bonus for them. You've got a terrific fresh record. What are you thinking with her? Well, there's a couple of options there. She possibly maybe a Lightning or the Challenge Stakes again at Randwick, the race she beat Eduardo in. So, you know, there's a couple of nice races for her. But, you know, you've got to bear in mind she's got to come up and we've got to be happy with her and, you know, all those sorts of things. So, you know, we'll make sure that... Uh, She's right to go. Terrific record. Five starts, eight wins. She's still only a five-year-old mare. That's passive-aggressive. And we mentioned Rose Quartz. I know you hasn't been all playing sailing with this mare, but she's very valuable now. Yeah, extremely. Yeah, she uh, got the job done there on Saturday. So she's going to go up to the Magic Millions and run on Magic Millions Day. She's eligible for a couple of races on that card. So we've just got to make, out, make sure we pick the right one for her. But uh, she's in good form. She needs firm ground. Uh, just needs a few little things to work in her favour. But now that she's won a group race, um, she's ticked that box. So uh, the owners are going to uh, have a bit of fun at the Gold Coast. Is that going to be her next start? Uh, she'll more than likely run in the Christmas stakes here on Boxing Day at Caulfield, 1,100 metres. And then it's three weeks to the Magic Millions after that. So she's gone down to have a couple of weeks at the farm just a bit of uh, R&R, and uh, she'll gear up for the next race. don't know if you've been watching uh, some of the social media posts and so on, but the track looks terrific. There were some trials on it earlier this week, the new Gold Coast surface. Yeah, that's very exciting. It looks looks uh, to come up well. There's a good man at the helm there with Navesh, so um, I'm sure they'll get it right. Graham, you produced a colt, a well-bred colt by Zeus Star from Yao Chin, of course, in relation to written by, and he was good in his maiden. He could have a future, this to Bergerac. Yeah, he looks a nice horse. Um, look, we've given him a bit of a blow now. He's just going to have a couple of weeks off um, and we're going to gear him up for the autumn. But we think he's a very nice horse, showing good ability. Um, so, you know, he's been a bit delicate early on. Um, 
so we've had to manage him properly and you know we didn't take him to the races till he was ready to go but he got the job done for us on Friday uh, even though it was only a small meeting but still in all the, the way he did it and he ticked that box of getting a win under his belt. Yeah, he covered additional ground it was soft on the line as well from the outside barrier to Bergerac. Yeah that's right he had him well and truly covered uh, as I said he's gone for a little bit of a break and and uh, hopefully he can show us some good things in the autumn. There's a younger brother that you've got that hasn't raced called Royal Insignia. Yeah, he's a nice horse. Um, I've just put him away a little bit um, and bring him back for the autumn. He may be a horse of mine. He may go to Brisbane as well. Um, so I quite like him. Anything else, Midians? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Well, we've got one other affiliate eligible, Phil Miller of uh, Rose. He just got beaten the in the uh, Sarabid Club on Saturday, but the unlikely that she'd go, you know. All right, and you've got no acceptances today or tomorrow. I was just having a look this morning. No, nothing. Uh, no, we had to be quiet for <laughs> about 10 days. So, yeah. And uh, we've turned a lot of horses out, which have run over the carnival. So, a bit of a turnover of horses. So, we'll be a little bit quiet for the next mm. probably month or so. Just thinking, I know it's a fair way off, but the carnival already, with some of the horses that we're hearing about heading to Queensland, is fantastic. Um, you know, Magic Time, I mentioned straight acer, even Peter Moody, as I said, was very keen to run I Wish I Win, maybe just one run and, and say, a, a wait for HBDC Cup or something. So, yeah, it's all, all very good. Yeah, and no, that's coming together well. Thanks, Graham. Pleasure. Yeah, Graham Begg joining us. Just elaborating a bit more on those uh, results from Caulfield last Saturday. Yeah, in the first, I said, let's roll the dice. Wart Leden won. Actually, the horses that sat one, two, three in that first race ran one, two, three. Race two, Imperial Lad led. Um, this was the same story. So Risque sat second, ran a place. Robusto sat third, ran a place. So one, two, three, ran one, two, three. The third, Place of Gold. Well, it was midfield, three wide with cover, and it just off an even tempo. So that was a really good performance there. Uh, place of Gold in the third. It actually came off speed. In the fourth, at Brazen Star led. Uh, Miravali Rose uh, beaten narrowly. It was second all the way. Uh, Saltair was wide on speed. It was brave. Hypothetical race five, as I said, led at a solid clip and hung on. Curran ran place and gave a blast. And Sharippa, as we know, tucked into about fifth there. It was a nice ride by Kayla Crowther. So it might have been more merit than what we initially thought there uh, with, with Sharippa uh, in that race. As I said, Curran put in a huge performance. But Hypothetical ran along and won. In the next race, the 1,000 Guineas Jolie Star, who got the money box seated. Uh, Kamochi was actually tracking Jolie Star, three fence that ran second. And Skybird was worse than midfield. So, again, um, you'd say his performance was solid, but uh, her performance, but maybe it was better than we all think, Skybird, uh, coming from a fair way off the speed. So that's race six. We talked about magic time, midfield exposed. Uh, the second horse, I Am Me, sat third. Straight Acer was worse in midfield, and we know that he's one of the most improved horses in the country. So huge merit to both Magic Time and Straight Acer in race seven. And then we get to Clydemore. Um, it was wide on pace the whole way. Got the job done over Red Sensation, which box seated. That was in the 2,000-metre race. Uh, or, or ran third, uh, Red Sun Sensation. In the last, as we said, Rose Quartz led. Uh, Gennati basically sat off speed, one by three, and the second horse, or the third horse, she dances, was outside Rose Quartz for the trip. Well, that's a bit about, but this is what happens. I mean, we say it all the time, um, as Graham rightly pointed out, these tracks firm up, they get hard, um, and, you know, when, the, when they're up front running home in very fast time, it just makes it very difficult, whether it be Caulfield or anywhere uh, in the country.